Hi everyone, welcome back to Idol Talk, where we explore South Korean pop culture one obsession at a time. My name is Nathan, and I'm your host. Hey everyone, I'm Ashley, and I just finished Mnet's survival show, Boys Planet. I just want to say that I'm very happy with the lineup. Oh! With the debut Ooh. members. I'm so happy. That's it. I love a happy result. <laughs> I know. End of sentence. <laughs> no, no spoilers yet. Well, we'll definitely do a recap episode of that as well to follow Part up. Part two our episode. First episode. Yes. Yeah. All right. Hey, Chris. everyone. Oh, hey, everyone. I'm Chris. Um, I'm embracing my Phoebe voice today because I am sick. Phoebe from Friends. <laughs> um, and I'm so excited that Yoongi came out with his album, D-Day. The man does not disappoint. I'm ready. I, I don't have tickets to his concert yet, but I'm going to be a Delulu stan and say that I'm going. I'm going to be there one way or another. Just track Ticketmaster. Maybe something will oh. pop up. 100%. That's already get... what I'm working on right now. There's a there's a text message that went out a couple days ago. Did you get a text message I, for the waitlist? I didn't get it because I messed up my registration. So oh, like, no, I forgot should've... to... Okay. It was a two-part verification. Okay. Okay, yeah. Let me know. Ooh. Well, if you don't already hear her voice already, we have our subunit, one-member subunit soloist... Um, back in with us. Sammy, did you want to say hi? Hi. I haven't been on for a while. I think the last time I was on was actually in November. This is her solo I, debut. This is actually oh. my debut as oh. Unit S. And I just want to say, I want to give a shout out to my one fan that came up to me at this Stray Kids concert. Oh, hey. I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey, girl. Um, but also, if any of you guys are going to the August B concert, May 14th, Los Angeles, catch me there with Kelly. We're about to cover every moment of that concert. I think we literally died when we got these tickets. So Chris, after this, connect with me. I didn't know you can get the text message. I got you. Okay. Yeah. All right, Sammy, keeping us relevant as always. We appreciate. Um, so we are back today with another episode. We all went to the NCT Dream concert in Anaheim last Tuesday, April 18th. I will say that Ashley has already called it the best concert of her life. Oh, <laughs> of her life. Okay. <laughs> her life. But I'll go ahead and give it to her because she is going to um, give us some background of the tour that they went on and also a little bit about the set list before we just dive in with our thoughts on the concert. Today's episode of Idol Talk Pod is in partnership with California Love K-Pop Dreaming. How did K-Pop transcend continents to become the global sensation it is today? Host Vivian Yoon shares the history of how the genre came to dominate the charts and explores her own story of what it means to be a Korean American today. Listen to California Love, K-Pop Dreaming from LAS Studios, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes. I just want to say before I get into the background that I was one of those fans that like almost cried during the intro MVs. Music video. Wow, that was... <laughs> I think I have it. I think I have it on video. I was so happy and grateful to be there. Like, I just couldn't believe that I'm seeing my children in real life you know mm -hmm. this is how army must feel like delulu army you know yeah <laughs> you're in delulu exactly, dreams and 
No, literally, that's exactly how I felt when I was on floor. Like, nothing was even happening, and me, Casey, Cynthia, and Deb were crying. And I was yeah. like, I need to go home. <laughs> yeah, that's li- that was literally me. But Doesn't it feel good to, like, feel that way, though? It does. Yeah, it does feel good to be passionate about something. But also, it's a little overwhelming. True. I know. True. It was. So, we saw Dreams, the Dream Show 2 in a Dream. That's the name of their tour. This tour is in support of their second full-length studio album, Glitch Mode, that was released last year. The tour kicked off last September 2022. And it was actually their first concert as Seven Dream since their debut. So oh. it was a it's a pretty big deal. They were supposed to have a show or their their whole tour was supposed to start in July 2022, but oh. Renjun and Mark got COVID. So they postponed it to September. And the September show was at like a four times bigger. Yeah, it ended up being a great thing for them. It was amazing, like big spectacle. And yeah, it was it was awesome. Um, So the first show, actually, they had Dream Show one, right? But it wasn't Mm -hmm. as it didn't come to the US. No, so they had Dream Show, I think, um, during COVID. Well, they had Dream Show pre Mark before Mark had left the group. But it didn't really travel to that many places. No, no. They yeah. weren't as big as they were then. So they had Dream Show, then they had COVID Beyond Live, and then they had this tour, Dream Show too. So after their their opening in Korea to that huge ass audience, um, they did a Beyond Live recording, which ended up being the recording that everyone saw in theaters uh, oh. last year. That was the movie where I went to a like a, a movie theater in Phoenix by myself and I brought my light stick and I had my light stick on during the movie and there was an Ajuma next to me and she was like, can you turn that off? Like, excuse oh my gosh. me, we're in a K-pop concert what? right now. Like, you can't tell me to turn off my light stick, but I guess like we were in a dark theater like she wanted it to be people in alhambra <sighs> los angeles were oh they were out there <laughs> me and sammy went together we were starting me and nathan were just starting it people Everyone in phoenix joined. are different it was so sad too because like the ajuma was like there with her daughter and later after the concert her daughter apologized to me for her mom telling me oh to gosh. turn off my oh life. my gosh i How know old was the daughter she probably was like maybe 17, 16, but she was definitely a K-pop oh, fan, you know? Oh. Like, you don't tell yeah. someone to turn off their light stick. Yeah. At, at a K-pop yeah, event. You, at a K-pop event. Okay, I'm still triggered by it. Anyway, so after that that theater release, they started their tour, which uh, started in September, like I said, in Asia. Uh, the tour has a total of four legs. So... They started in Asia, did that from September to March 2023. Uh, They visited South Korea, obviously, Japan, Indonesia, Thailand, China. Then they did a super short leg in Europe, three shows, England, France, Germany, from March to April. Then leg three, North America, which we went to. Um, They did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven stops in the United States. 
um, all through the span of April. And then they're ending their tour in Asia again. Uh, so they're going to go to the Philippines, Singapore, China, and Malaysia. Hmm. <clears throat> so in total, probably like 15 countries spanning from September 2022 to May 2023. Lots of stops. Uh, so a little bit about the set list. Uh, like I said, there's four legs in the Asia tour, the first leg. It was between fall and spring 2023. And so in between that time, there were a couple of releases like Best Friend and the Candy album. So the set list kind of changed a little bit. But for the most part, like maybe 95%, it's been the same since the beginning. Uh, what's interesting is even though this album or this tour was in support of Glitch Mode, they only had three Glitch Mode songs. Oh, that's interesting. All of the oh, other songs. So they performed, for example, like uh, 29 songs at the U.S. at our show in Anaheim. Oh, wow. Wow. And only three of them were from Glitch Mode. <laughs> the one that had the most songs was actually Hot Sauce. Hot Sauce, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh. So they had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven songs from the Hot Sauce album. <laughs> like, that why one not? was a hit, but... It was a hit. So, it, uh, like I said, there were 29 songs performed at our including at our the, show was that including the double encore mm -hmm. including okay. the double encore um between the legs there were some variations so for example at the japanese concerts they performed the japanese version of glitch mode and they also performed um best friend ever mm. um in the asia legs prior they performed um like Go and Life is Still Going On, uh, some songs that we didn't hear at our show. But like I said, for the most part, it was all the same. I thought we had a good set list, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was great. They had a little bit of everything from reminder, every album. It's like a reminder that their discography is so large now. Mm -hmm. as right. like the baby dream unit like they i know when they were singing so bubble gum, albums. i was like what's chewing going on gum. oh chewing gum chewing gum sorry a bubble gum chewing gum <laughs> yeah they even performed some albums from like resonance or some songs from resonance and universe yeah. like the big right. nct unit albums right so their their discography is extensive do you guys want I'll me to put read? a number on it now that you actually put a number on it, 29 songs, like, a that is a lot to perform. Mm -hmm. 29 songs in one, like, show? Their so, concert like, was, like, long, too. I think yeah, it was yeah. 8 o'clock to 10.30, so yeah, two and a half that's, hours. That's long. Yeah. And all of their songs had, except for two, so 27 of the 29 songs had all the members in them. Mm. They only Dang. had two unit songs where one of them was a vocal unit, one of them was like rap dance unit. The rap unit. So they're everyone's working hard. Dang. That's right. Yes. Okay, Ashley, did you have anything else to add before we start out with our 
experience at the concert? Uh, do you guys care to know what songs? Do you want me to read what songs? No, huh? Yeah, I think we could. We could. We could mention some of the highlights. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Say the highlight songs. So I guess we wanted to cover why where we sat in the stadium. So this was at the Anaheim Honda Center, about an hour away from LA. Mm -hmm. Um, the three, Ashley, Sammy, and Chris were in. You guys can go ahead and say talk about your experience in the suites. A club suite. It was the coolest thing ever. We even had like our own little like personal server. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was just it was a last minute thing. I from a friend of mine that she her father's company gets has a, owns a box at the Honda Center. And I guess no one was like claiming these tickets. He was like, um, the boss was like asking all the workers like hey do you want to go like I have tickets and like to the point where when I said I would go they asked me like hey do you want more like your friends on floor can come up for break (laughs) and I was like oh yeah why not I kind of wish that I was able to bring more so that way we could take up the entire box I know there were a little like a couple randoms in our box and you could tell that they weren't k-pop fans like they were just there for the free tickets because none of them had a light stick yeah there was a girl yeah the girl that was i don't know if you noticed there was a couple right behind us the girl tapped me on the shoulder and she was like did you guys pick that up from your knee and i was like i was looking around like what is she talking about and she's like oh like the green thing that you're holding like do they just pass them out in the stadium and i'm like you have to buy this light stick (laughs) (laughs) this is a 55 dollar light stick like yeah but she didn't even know what it was called i was just like oh you're just here for vibes they're just like making out in the back and i was like interesting were they really oh my god that's why i was like get away from me but also interesting yeah i feel like usually usually if you didn't get these seats k-pop fans don't want to sit there usually so like it's from like Mm -hmm. people that just have a general interest or like we're invited to these yeah they just want to hang yeah they just want to hang that's great but yeah 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 so yeah. Sammy and Ashley also had floor tickets, so they were kind of like bouncing back and forth. Um, and then I was also on the floor, which was really cool. Um, the ticketing behind that was pretty easy. Like we were able to get floor tickets pretty easily. And the energy there was very palpable because <laughs> it was general admission. So everyone was, you know, pretty close in there together mm-hmm. with everyone oh, yeah. else. The view um, from the top, Nathan, y'all look like you were squished. It was easy to find you, though. So every moment something happened, we could just see you guys get, like, pushed forward. Because... Well, Sammy, why don't you describe why you were able to see us so, so Oh, easily? yes. Our outfit concept was NCT Dream airport fits that Nathan saw on Dispatch that you sent <laughs> to us. And you had to buy neon green hoodies and sweats. And I swear, oh, and also white bucket hats. I swear, though, there were fans out there who rang the wrong color green. It makes me really upset. It's very distinct, the color green you need to wear. Like, people rang pastel green or just, like, a shade off. And it wasn't exact matching hoodie and sweat. Like, leprechaun leprechaun green. Yeah, and I'm like, guys, you guys know the color. But it's okay. But that's the reason why we were able to spot them easily. Because the entire set was neon green. And there was three of you guys wearing it. Yeah. So it was easy to spot. So, 
because it was general admission, the tickets were a little interesting. So we had to go get the wristbands were open from about eight o'clock to four four p.m. And instead of having everyone wait in line, you just picked up a wristband and then you could leave. So a lot of people had picked up wristbands before. I think I got like wristband eight hundred something. Um, but I got eight seventy five. Yeah, so it was like late 800s, right? And it was still really good. Stopped it at a thousand. Yeah, so I had uh, again underestimated the passion of all of these stands. I thought I was gonna be like closer to 100 or 200, but I ended up being close to a thousand. Anyways, it's fine. Um, very passionate dreams. Like, if you want barricade, though, you have to be within the first 200, Yeah, I feel, because when we were already up there with Chris, I was watching them, and these girls were running. Like, it was, like, their life dependent to the barricade. And, like, remember when you were in Eric Nam, and I was, like, so hyped, and I was, like, smacking my ring, and you can hear me, like, smacking it on there? That's what these girls were doing. They're like, look at that, so close to the camera. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I was like, Nathan, Nathan, oh, my God, you're not going to get there. You're not going to get barricade. But I was surprised by 800. You're still able to you're get, still, like, still like probably three fifth rows, row is what I kept Three to five. Yeah. Three to five. Yeah, I kept calling front. it, like, fifth row from the front uh, stage right. Stage right. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. it was interesting because, like, also the the group moves to different parts of the stage. So uh-huh. bodies also move from left to right, left to right. And you're actually, like, moving your moving your whole body. I so know. I was are, watching like, you moving... guys. Everybody in unison was like yes, moving their camera move, so then you like shift I, around and get a little bit closer like I was gonna yeah. just ask that I was like did you use that opportunity to like scooch in closer while everyone was looking like back you it kind of just like naturally happens uh that you just I don't know you just like get closer which is really cool yeah yeah, yeah. when my sister Anyways. and I were down there though like if you're on the outside of like the floor girls were running back and forth to follow the yeah. members so my yeah. sister and i, I was that. like we're really close so we just were walking from the side to the back to the <sighs> side to the back so it was really easy and you can still see them really close it yeah. was a little chaotic though because the people that were chasing the performers on stage were like running yeah, yeah with their were. camera <clears throat> they weren't looking they were a little bit pushy Oh, yes wow. i know what oh yeah so one girl I, got in between me and my sister i was about to push her out i was like my sister's she, pregnant she looked like she <laughs> was she was recording a fan cam because she was like holding it up she wasn't even looking at the performer she was looking at her phone and then she was constantly like adjusting brightness so that mm-hmm. the focus could always be like really clear i mm-hmm. don't know these fucking people are intense yeah, yeah. so if you're down there like you gotta you gotta, you gotta play you gotta their game. You gotta play their game. So I would say like for the most part, everyone was respectful. Um, and I think at every concert you're also gonna get some bad apples. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, some of those bad apples were not great apples. So those are the, the ones that apples. were like pushing and shoving. Ugh. Light sticks, you know, with 180 degrees. It's like Dude, there are people. Oh my god! I next to tell you them and what happened to hit you. their head. Tell what them what happened. Speaking of hitting your head, so 
we so Sammy and I were mostly in the suite, but we went down to floor for like maybe six songs. <laughs> and while we were on floor, they performed that song that's like very like everyone is jumping. Maybe I think it's Trigger the Fever or oh, Trigger the Fever, close to the end. Yeah, close to the end. So I was like jumping, living my life, you know. I was in the back on the floor, like fucking going ham with my light stick because I had all this space. And I swing my light stick a little bit too hard and I hit myself on the head (laughs) with my light stick. And then we go upstairs to the suite. I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like bleeding a little bit. Yeah, I have a video. I have a video of it. I did not know that had happened. (laughs) That is a different level of passion right there. Yeah, she was living her life. Well, I'm glad that you were living your life. But let's just say, like, Ashley was doing that because there was space next to her. Because she was just, like, chilling in the back. If you're doing that in the first through eight or so rows, that's a no-go. Yeah. That's there's no space for that. Yeah, so there were some pushers, and I I had to be like, "Excuse me, don't push." <laughs> I just had to. I just had to. You know. I would love to see reinforce. Like, reinforce yeah. the fact Her that we're voice. we all want to have a great experience. Yeah. So let's just all work together to make that happen. I would have but... much preferred seated floor. I don't know. Like no, no, because even when you're seated, you still stand. There's no point. I know, but at least you have like your own little chair box. Chair. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but, you yeah, but your if you're sitting, area. but if you're sitting, you can't even see the stage. No, I know, but like I'm saying seated as in like you have an assigned seat and you got to stay in that area. You can't like push and anyway. I don't know. I think I've been on floor a couple of times, even for the Stray Kids concert, and people. I was like not even close that close to the stage but so all the chairs were linked together and people were pushing forward and my knees I was like ah I was like falling over and I looked at the girl in the back and I was like don't push because uh we were with our uh our friend's mom she's so small yeah Yeah, so I yeah people are just getting rowdy that's what they want to do you know so that's That's why I was like I don't know people haven't there so but for the most part 90 to 95 percent really really positive experience on the floor and yeah, it's also, I would have regretted it if I didn't do it. So yeah. correct. I correct. think it's also related to like the age group of these fans. Like I my only floor experience really is Epic High or Eric Nob. And I feel like this the fans there are very respectful of like your space. Like there's no pushing, there's no shoving, yeah. no anything. But it's also an older crowd. It's an older type of fan. Mm-hmm. So That's I think true. it has a lot like... to do with age. I think the only difference that I would point out also is that I don't, it's probably age and also, well, Eric Nam and Epic High are not like traditional K-pop groups. Right, right, Like right, in right. the sense of like, they don't have those, Delulu? they don't have a subsection of Delulu fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Because maybe they're older. Right. Like, so is it the Delulu fans or is it the age? I don't know. Anyways, I think that's a good point. <laughs> the age determines the Delulu fans. Exactly. Like, that's all related. Right here, right now. Um, anyways, so I wanted to open up to the floor to you all to, to talk about what you all thought were some of the highlights for you all. So I, have I don't one. know. Who... Okay, Chris, go ahead. As a 
not I, I'm not as passionate about NCT Dream as you all are. I, I still actually pointed this out. Like I still mix mix up the Chinese members, even though I always go for the Chinese members. Um, but I don't. <laughs> I still mix them up. Yeah, I still mix them up. But I do feel like my bias is officially concrete in after this show, okay. and I have chosen my bias to be Geno. Mm. Yeah, no, he was great. Well, yes. Why is it Geno? His chin, like he's just so chiseled jawline. He's so charismatic on stage. Like when they had that, like whole the song with the glass box, <laughs> and like even what was the shirt that he was wearing where his back was exposed? I was like, hello. Yeah. So, yes. Our sweet little puppy. Are we trying to talk about the glass box now or do <laughs> no, we, we don't, we don't like, have to what? talk about it now. We can wait a little later. I just wanted no I just wanted y'all to know that Geno is officially my bias. That's great. Okay, yes. Ashley, what are some of your highlights? Um so like we said at the beginning, this was the concert of my life. I had the greatest time. Everything was perfect. Uh, I think what I loved most was that there was so much personality in the performances. Like a lot okay. of the times, I mean, for obviously the the title tracks where they had choreo locked in, they were they were like doing it really aggressively and seriously, but there were a lot of choreographed songs where they were kind of being silly. And it's just fun to see their their own personalities. And they were even being silly, like when the camera would focus on them in that section where they were doing uh, like Dive Into You and A&L where they were sitting on like the tiered steps. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just fun. Like the camera would pan over to Jano's face and all the other members would like peek their head into the camera angle and like make make signs with their hands and stuff. I just love it. I love it. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, I, okay. I have, a, I have a video of Ashley like, like jumping up and down when like some of these members are during the song and it's so like, it's, you can tell she was having the time of her life. Oh my God. I was just gonna say I have a video of her just so standstill. She was like <laughs> style. AC style, like like doesn't know what to do because it was just happening and she was just letting it happen. There were a lot of moments like that, like a lot of moments where I just couldn't believe that I was hearing this song live. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like like chewing gum, for example. Yeah. Or my first and last. Yes. Oh my god you didn't know what to do during my first and last i was literally just eating my burger real quick and you were like don't just stand there record and so i was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like I'm, I'm gonna record you know i'm gonna live my life in the moment and if she's not gonna do anything i just needed to eat a couple bites she's not gonna do anything I, I never thought that i would see my first and last live and I made sure to get the part where they're all on the ground and they scrunch up in it oh! together during the choreo. That was one of the highlights. Because yes. that's an iconic move. It is. Yes. One of the hardest choreos of all time. Is that little scrunchy part. It's so good. Um, I think that... 
I I didn't know whether or not to expect live vocals, to be honest. Oh. These days, like, I just don't know whether or not to expect that. They came in with the live vocals <laughs> and the ad-libs. Yeah. They said mic on. They said mic on. The whole time, <laughs> they said mic was on. Yeah. Which I respect them for that. Yeah. The one who stood out with ad libs for me was Chen Chen Le. True. He was so good. Now you're putting respect on Chen Le's name. I know okay. he's amazing, but I just hearing him live was another level. He was he was really really good. Yeah. Um, Sammy, what are what were some of the highlights for you? Um, I had a couple. And one, it was, this was the second concert I've been to where they throw things for them at the end. And I, I it only happened plans, at God 7. The fans through oh, the fans yes. onto the stage. Yeah. yeah. I think it's all strategic. Like when you throw it, where you throw it, and if you catch their eye. Because I was watching them from the suite and girls were throwing it too early to the walkout and the boys haven't even reached there. And don't one, I saw a girl a couple people who like threw it at the member and he mm. purposely just like, yeah, at his feet and he purposely walked over it and like, didn't look. And the girls who would get his attention or boys who get his attention, they'd specifically grab it from them. So I feel like if you want your moment, you have to be very strategic with so how you throw it. do you have it. to signal beforehand to them? Yeah, signal, signal beforehand like and you contact. have to make eye contact. You have to have like your one shot, like don't be annoying about it because I feel like they're going to ignore you. But Jamin was picking up a lot of stuff. And so, and also, um, who else? People make custom stuff. Chenle had yeah. uh, uh, Bay Area. Okay. Bay yeah. Area and he was wearing like the clock or like the necklace, the jersey, the hand, the hair, like everything was made for him. So obviously if you want something, you got to do the whole Personalization. Item. Yeah, they had a custom pillow. It was like him and Steph Curry on one side. And then yes. I think it was Steph Curry on the other side by himself. Like, yeah. Do they not have a Bay Area show? They didn't. Yeah, it was, yeah it everyone was came down to LA. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah. This was the second to yeah. last leg. I'm yeah. surprised I didn't see any bras. <laughs> like everyone was not, really res- not for our baby i know but i Age. just i was surprised i really like they were all plushies Isn't or like headbands of... sunglasses like a J yeah, park they were all type very that's more of a yeah that's more of a j park type i of know but yeah that really no, early i'm thing. saying there's so delulus your, so your out training there bras. i'm just kidding there's, there's <laughs> um the second part was that i really liked was Every concert, everybody practices their English and everybody reads off a prompt. But majority of this concert, True. not everyone read off the prompt and they were practicing their English. And so I just really like it just because that's how I just, I really like when they come to the country and they just practice their the language of the country. That is all, you know? But my favorite, um, surprisingly, was Jamin. <gasps> Jamin. He was very good. Oh, your he nephew. was very good. My nephew. I was like, oh, nephew. Um, because he, I, ever since the concert, I've always, I've been telling myself to not skip a meal. 
and he kept tell everyone because I've been really busy with like life and work and he I just remembered yeah I don't know that's so sappy his to say, words but... resonate with you I yeah know. no literally he was like don't forget don't skip a meal and I was like I told myself that today so I ordered myself DoorDash and good <laughs> that's his that's well, his phrase even on also... bubble even on bubble he messages us like did you guys Billy, eat don't... today don't forget to skip a meal yeah, if that, if, if eating or was a love language, I feel like that would be mine. Or like making sure that someone eats. Oh, that's really great. That. Yeah, that's, that's Nathan. Really Nathan always makes sure that I eat. So. I know. I always ask Sammy, uh, "Did you eat? Like, did or... you eat today?" <laughs> <laughs> always. But Jamie also had people like chanting that he's like, "Repeat after me." Yeah. Oh yeah, it was, it was <laughs> aggressive, and I liked it. <laughs> I love my it. friend that was with us. She mentioned to me, she's like. A lot of people like him, huh? And I was like, oh. yeah, yeah. And she's like, his cheers are the loudest out of all of them. Like, that's what really? she picked up on. Yeah. I was going to say something about that because I couldn't tell who had the loudest cheers. And I, I thought yeah. about it after. I mean, maybe she has better perspective because she went in not knowing anybody. Yeah. But what did you my, think originally, Ashley? I thought it was Heichan. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Jeno. Wow. <laughs> and not enough for Renjun. Yeah. I felt like he had a lot of support. But yes, yeah. not the not the most. Not the um, most. I thought that all of them did so well. Mm-hmm. Performance, <laughs> live vocals, ad libs, choreography, outfits. Ten out of ten. And it's always great to see like your my bias group at this moment in time, NCT Dream. It's just great to see them at the moment that you feel like you are most excited about them. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Like whatever group that might be, and like to see your group at this mm-hmm. moment in time at concert, it's like a magical experience. And clearly Ashley felt you know <laughs> going through all of her life transitions <laughs> like she's yeah. you know, able to do this before it just was really exciting some of the song highlights for me or I'll go with member highlights well I'll talk about no I'll talk about song highlights first so I thought that dreamin off of one of the NCT full albums was really really good that one was the one where where I got a fan cam of Jamin and it was it was very good it was like the clock one it was like it sounds like a clock yeah that one was really good um hello future is my anthem i know (laughs) when i heard it it, i was like that's nathan (laughs) loved it i love the emotion i love the slowdown i love the build-up everything fireworks well not fireworks what are those called like little Sparkles? Streamers. Sparkles, streamers, oh. streamers. Streamers got yeah. released streamers. at that song. Excellent. And then, of course, every, they were like, oh, this is our last song. We're done. They, like, leave. It's like, everyone knows that you're going to do Candy. You got to come back out here and do Candy. Second encore. And then they did Candy. Everyone was super happy. Jumping up and down, doing the choreo. They have their new fan-made outfits on. Jisung had a fish on his head. Yes. <laughs> that was so cute. It was really, really good. 
And then, of course, here in my notes, I have, as Chris already mentioned, the glass box, which mm-hmm. was aggressive. Very. Yeah. I don't want to watch that. my son do it. The body rolls. <laughs> it was him and Mark. I don't want to see it. On my I, end, I it was Jenna and Hachon, and I was like. They were going in. They were going in. Yeah. Yes. There was, was a the moment. One closest to us? Jeno and Heichan. Oh yeah, they were going. That There's was a it. moment where Jeno does like a like a floor hump, and at <laughs> the si- I don't even know what like it's that. called. It's called a floor hump, a box clear box hump. And yeah, at he's the same like literally time, in like a ninety degree angle. Yeah, and at leg. the same time, Heichan is like like thrusting his body up to the to the top of this clear box, and there's no. a moment where they're like faces meet in the clear box i swear there's that's that was to- what i have video of that is that's- legit what i'm looking at right now yes oh i will i will share that on instagram and in this recording video like there's some action spicy actually <laughs> ashley's reaction in the chat was that's a kiss period <laughs> <laughs> <What>? okay <laughs> yeah Um, it was crazy me and nathan watching it in theaters and us just like holding each other in the theater and then in real life i think i just froze i just didn't know what to do and i was wondering how you were feeling up there and also i was screaming renjun don't do that because he was doing (laughs) he was doing he was doing a lot in the box he was they were that was a very interesting set i know interesting but i just felt like it's their it's their like boys to men moment. They right. gotta show it right. off. They gotta show it. They gotta do that. At yeah. least a little bit. Um so yes, that was really great. Overall, I thought that all the members did really well. I'd be interested to hear if you thought any of the members stood out to you. Um, I got a whole lot of and it depends on like where you're standing on, on the floor, but I got a whole lot of the Double J brothers. I got Jeno and Jamin all the time. They were always coming over to my mm. section. And then I got a lot of hate on, which was like perfect for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, but I really got the most of Jamin. Every single time my sister would tap me on the shoulder, she's like, it's Nana. And I was like, <laughs> again. <laughs> again. Perfect placement. Like yes. your spot is so perfect. Yes. And it was just like luck of the draw. Right. So like a lot yeah. of Nana, lots of Nana <laughs> at the concert. And then I was like, oh, got to get this for Ashley. So my that was really great. Boy, Something else. And I'm interested to hear your thoughts about this is. Mark is such an integral part of this group. Yes. He is what makes seven dreams, seven dream. At the same time. Like he was a 10 out of 10. But I felt like he held back just a little bit in a really good way to give everyone else like their time. Yeah, I could see that. Like, definitely. He has it's been not... here so many times, like in Southern California. Hachon right. has two. The rest of them, first time in the United States, yeah. first time in Los Angeles. So I really thought that he like brought the heat, but at the same time, he really let the other five members have their moment and it didn't feel like he was like he wasn't overshadowing them 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're was, saying that Mark could have shined brighter, but he was he was holding it holding back, back for the because uh, I think that all of them shine bright okay. together. Like, I think all of them shine bright together. There's like Javen and Jeno and Heichan, like they are so bright. So bright. And <laughs> Mark, I think, is on the same level as them. Yeah, he might talk a lot of English, whatever. He talks a lot. But his like energy level, his charisma, everything, yeah. like same level. I think he was giving just fair chance. Like, I think I didn't notice it, but now that I'm thinking about it, he was giving fair chance for everyone to like do their thing because he has to be, yeah, because he also has to be moderator. So he's like, I remember there was a part where we were playing Simon Says and he was the one with the mic, but he wasn't going to be the one to follow. Like, he was like, don't follow me. He chose a member Mm -hmm. um, that usually doesn't get the spotlight to like do that. So I feel like I thought it was really good. I know what you mean, Nathan. And also, we just stand Mark. So. Yeah, I stand Mark, and usually, like in the NCT world, it's Taeyong and Mark. Like that's just that's true. Yeah, that's what people perceive. But as Ashley mentioned, even when we took out Mark for a couple of years, or was it a year? I was like, dang, this group can really stand on its own. I believe that Mm -hmm. even more now. Like I think they are better as seven, but dang, those other members can really hold it down. And they need the Mark, but at the same time, they could really hold it down on their on, in and of itself. Like they're making a name for themselves. Yes, yes. Yeah. Anyways, that's 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 all I that's all I have. Anyone else have any final thoughts about this concert? Oh, um, just a random comment. I I wanted to understand the hairstyles and the makeup because my sister and I kept talking to each other that they look like vampires. And oh. yeah, it was giving favorite Haunted Mansion version. Oh my like goodness. right at the very beginning. <laughs> haunted so, Mansion version. Like I was, I was really confused. But they just look like men now is I guess also what it is. Like when they were doing the close-ups at the very first song, I think I was shook that they weren't like small In anymore. The hover scooters or hoverboards. I know they... Yeah, they weren't our babies anymore. Like, even Renju, and I was like, you're a man. I know. I love you. Jeno (laughs) and Jamin's arms. Oh, my God. Put them away. Put them away. I love it. They did not put them away. Yeah. They haunted them. I mean, Mm -hmm. ultimately, it's seven-year idols. Like, seven Mm -hmm. years in this industry. Like, they are... They've done a lot. They're so perfect. (laughs) The whole thing was like... <laughs> okay. okay. All right. <laughs> it was just everything that I wanted and needed and imagined. Like, there's 10 out of 10. Beautiful. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. I really thought that they brought some really good energy. It was also good to see, again, like, with Dream, they were never meant to do these international tours at the end of the day they were meant to be a temporary unit people loved them something changed they grew in massive popularity like this was destined for 127 but it was never given for dream so it was just really good to see that 
finally their hard work is paying off. Finally. Yeah. And people still be sleeping on them. I know. In my opinion. Like, I feel like with Dream, they're not, like you said, since they weren't meant to travel to West, their music isn't Western pandering. So this is like true K-pop. Just coming so up happy. with a lot of the spicy takes today, <laughs> <laughs> or the the declarative sentences. <laughs> One thing that I do, um, again, the the outtake or the perspective that I had from my friend who is a non K-pop stan, she literally came along just to see what the hell was going on, and she said to me at the end of the concert, she's like, "I can see why you guys are so in love with them." Like the level of fan service that they give you and the level of love, you don't see that at all from other artists. Like this is the first time I've ever seen an artist give you guys so much love. So I can understand why you guys are all so upset. Like she was saying, I get why you love K-pop so much. Like it's a different kind of love that you're getting from them. That's great to have that perspective. Um. I think um, off of what some of you said already, the concert was also cool in the sense of like the personalities being shown, like the individual personalities, like that wasn't a fluke, like whatever you see them as how you followed them for X number of years, that's exactly what they showed you on stage. Yes. Like they weren't showing you like anything that they were not. Very true. which, Which is really wonderful. Anyways, with that being said, you think they're going to come back or what's happening here? I don't know. What's next for them? I haven't even thought that far because I've just been so in the... In awestruck. Yeah. Like, I still can't believe (laughs) I got to see them. Well, they did say that they were going to come back. And the next time that they were going to come back, it was going to be with the new album. And then all the other... Mm -hmm. Like, Mark had said that. And then all the other members were like, what? Why are you promising that? Like, we don't know. And Mark's like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, it seemed like a spoiler that it seemed like he was spoiling something, but maybe that was intentional. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. One can only hope. I hope that they're back again. I want to see them at a larger stadium. Mm-hmm. So bad. And I want to see, see them, them at a larger stadium. More times. More times. <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> Maybe all YouTube of the NCT would be world. Cool too. That would be cool. YouTube theater is smaller, is it? I think I yeah, it's smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think this was a good size for them. One hundred percent good size for them. Yes, at the Honda Center. Anyways, thank you to all of our listeners for tuning into this episode. We are on Instagram at Idle Talk Pod. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us on all the major podcast directories and streaming platforms. Feel free to also send us any feedback or content requests um, at idletalkpod at gmail.com. And we also have our content directory, idletalkpod.ulu.ai, where you'll see previous episodes categorized, song recommendations, other concert reviews, K-drama reviews, everything that we cover related to Korean culture, pop culture. And with that, we will talk to y'all later. We'll probably be back with a Boys Planet episode 
at least within the next two rounds or so. So stay tuned for that. And we'll talk to y'all later. Goodbye. Bye. 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 I'm Vivian Yoon. Listen to K-Pop Dreaming from Elias Studios. I grew up in Koreatown in the 90s, and my friends and I could not get enough of K-Pop. Do you remember SES? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So how did the music that only Korean and Korean Americans listened to become a global cultural force? And what role did LA and Koreatown play in K-Pop's rise? K-Pop Dreaming. Listen wherever you get your podcast.